My hair is about to have its own page. I uh, want you to follow it. Yeah. Once again, Joey Buns back. We're with uh, Tom Gibbons from Workwave. It's, it's always nice to meet people that you speak to on the phone. There was a time where we would only speak to Tom on the phone, and he was a big help. So Tom's going to demo some product for us today. Tom, what are you going to demo for us? So quick look at uh, Pest Pack and some of the new features that we've come up with the past uh, year or so. So we'll look at some of the new enhancements to our route op. So we'll look at the new Workday Calendar feature, and then we'll get into some of the new uh, Route Op Dynamic Planner, which is pretty cool. Route optimization, before we get into it, just give a quick, what is Route Op? So Route Op is route optimization. So we have our own proprietary algorithm that we use for scheduling appointments. Now, it's a little bit different than the Visual Route Manager that a lot of customers are used to. Visual Route Manager being a great tool, it's not super intelligent. It's going to put stops in a sequence, just A to B to C based on drive time. RouteOp kind of takes that whole concept, but then adds the twist of um, constraints on customers. So we all have customers that have particular needs, days of the week, time windows, uh, specific technicians. So RouteOp lets us look at all that, pull all those pieces together, and make sure we're getting the right people at the right place at the right time with our customers. So it really kind of takes that visual route manager and it's on steroids, so we can kind of walk through. Yeah, that sounds great. You hearing this, Sheehan? Could you imagine this? You do like one time, you add the restrictions to your customer. and it, So basically, if you have Mrs. Jones that wants it on the third Tuesday between 9 and 11, you can plug that in to that account. And when you use what he's about to demo for us, it takes that, the algorithm is what it's called. Right. Correct. So you take the algorithm and it puts, and it routes her on the best tech in regard to her needs. We used to put on our um, route cards or route sheets, if a guy came back and said, oh, the grandmother's in the hospital, we would make a note of that when they went back there for the next visit to ask how granny's doing. Or sometimes you'd, um, they want you to take your shoes off before you go in there, would be on this thing. Well, that would be notes. This is just for route optimization to get the least amount of windshield time and the most amount of utilization from your technician, where this... According to the restrictions on each customer, would route it accordingly to the best amount of travel times and service times. So you would you would even put into this you use zip codes. So this this takes the place of the zip codes. Yes, it could basically be in the zip same zip code, but maybe we have them somewhere else. But actually, in fact, they're right around the corner from another one. So we're eliminating a couple of blocks, and of course, time is money. Let us stop talking about this since we have an expert with us. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Tom, let, let's. Yeah, and to, to Ed's point here, I think what this replaces is back in the old days, those whiteboards that we had, the magnetic whiteboards where we'd kind of have the time slots. It would put the magnet here for Mrs. Smith that wanted 2 o'clock on Friday afternoon. That All right. It's just written on a, on a route sheet. And, uh, you know, they, they, so if they came back and said the grandmother's okay, so you cross it out, she's okay, no problem. But this taking the shoes off usually stayed there till, as long as it was a customer. All right, let's focus on route optimization. All right, so let's get started. There's a couple different components of this. So the first part's really setting up your calendars to tell PestPack how you want um, your technicians to work. Where do they start their day? What hours do they work? How many stops do we want them to do? Um, how do we count for holidays or any of those special needs? So in the lookup tables, there's a workday calendar. Um, feature. So we're going to look at that first. We just made some enhancements to this. So I'm going to look at kind of a default calendar we use as a catch-all for most of our technicians. So we're going to start with who I have assigned as technicians here. So when I click this drop-down, I can see all the techs that currently use this calendar. And I can have as many calendars as I want. So if I have a unique technician 
Uh, for example, we had a technician that's wife went through radiation therapy and he had to have certain days of the week off to take her to the hospital. We created a calendar and pest pack for him to accommodate his needs as he kind of went through that crisis with his family. So we were able to get his, you know, take advantage of the time he was able to work for us and get some of his stops done, but at the same time, we knew he had to be there to support his family. So, so in this, if you have a guy that starts, if his shift is 12 to 8, uh, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m., whatever, that all, it all goes in, takes it into account? Yes. They work alternating Saturdays, so we can, we can do all that using the workday calendars. So the second piece after we have the technicians assigned, we would look at appointment time windows. Now, if you've dealt with a cable company or utility companies, you'll be glad to get a day of the week, never mind you know, a, a two-hour time window. Mm -hmm. So in this case, we're using two-hour time windows. I've seen customers do 15-minute time windows because they think that sets them apart in their, in their particular market. Um, I've seen customers use AM or PM. So we can be as flexible as you need to be the way to run your business the way you want to run it. So once that's done, we have our time windows in there. The next step is to do my default times that we're available. So in this case, we work work days, Monday through Friday, and I'm tracking this technician from the time he gets to his first job to the time he leaves his last job. So in this case, the technician probably takes the vehicle home. We don't really need to worry about routing from his house to his first stop. We just know that he needs to start by 6 a.m. and we want him to finish up no later than 4 p.m. So we can set those parameters here. And then when we run all the work orders through the algorithm, it knows and it looks at all these things and, and gets the right people at the right place at the right time. Next thing down, I can set some parameters too as far as the uh, different workday durations. Um, if you have commissioned employees, you're not so much worried about um, the nine to five, eight hour per day. Usually those folks are, are willing to work a little bit longer days because they're, they're making pretty decent money on their commissions. So in this case, we have this set up to work a maximum of 12 hours per day. So these techs are maximizing their earning uh, capabilities. And I can control how many appointments they have. If I want to track lunch breaks, I can do that. So in this case, at lunch, I could say give them a 30-minute lunch break and drop that somewhere between 11 and 1. Question. Sure. Suppose you've got a stop scheduled, say, like between 12 and 12.30, mm -hmm. and a guy goes there and there's nobody home. Mm -hmm. What do you do with that stop? How does this help you? So, great question. Uh, so part of what RouteOp offers is what we call best fit scheduling. So in that case, the technician can either send a, a memo back to the office through our mobile application to let the office staff know, or you can just pick up the phone and call and say, hey, listen, they're not here. One of the office staff can then use the best fit scenario to get that back on the calendar uh, at a convenient time when we're back in the area. And then we have different number of jobs per day, so you don't want to have a technician go and do just one job a day. So in this case, we have this set to do a minimum of five work orders every day. So, you know, he's got at least four or five hours worth of work uh, minimum. When you set uh, hourly parameters, does it notify you if they're going over it or, like, let's say you give them eight hours, do you get an alert or something like that? Great question. So we'll look at that next when we get into, get into the dynamic planner. If we see an instance where it goes over, I'll actually get some indications on the screen showing me that there's some problems with the scheduling, that we've exceeded the capacity for that day. And then I have options. Do I want to just extend that day to accommodate that capacity or do I want to reschedule some orders to get that capacity back down? So once we have our workday calendar set up, the next part is really setting your constraints for your customers. So we can set universal constraints based on services or schedules. Um, and by constraints, I mean uh, time windows that we're available to treat, certain days of the week, um, certain technicians, so all those constraints can be set. If I want to get very specific on a per customer basis, I can do that, or I can just take whatever the defaults are. 
We have options for eligible days of the month, which means if I always want this customer to be done the first week, I can put in one through seven, and every month it will do it somewhere between the first and the seventh of the month. I could keep within so many days of the last date of service. So if I did somebody uh, towards the end of the month and they're a week, uh, monthly account, I don't want to do that in week four and then be back out there week one because that's going to create some issues with that customer. So this allows me to make sure that I'm waiting a certain amount of time before we go back out there. So in the case of a monthly account, I probably want to keep my days to float to probably two or three days so that it's going to do it roughly the same time every month. But I have a little bit of scheduling flexibility. So here's crazy numbers, right? Six billion text messages are sent every day and 90% of customers prefer to text a business they work with. With Podium, customers can text you straight from your website, your Google business listing, your Facebook page, basically all of the major channels people are searching for pest control services. Podium puts it all in one place for you and your team to manage, which allows us to accomplish more in less time. Want to learn more about Podium? Go over to colonyconfidential.com tools of the trade section and click on the blue button. I could choose the time windows here, also the days of the month, or the days of the week rather. So in this case, this customer wants to be done on Wednesdays and they want to be very specific. They want my technician there at 6 a.m. This happens to be a food processing facility, so they're very strict as far as when we're there. Once I have my constraints done, the next step is typically most PestPak customers will generate their work orders around the 15th of the month for the preceding month. So around the 15th of August, I mean October, on today, right? I would generate all my November work orders. Once the generate process is finished, I might have several thousand orders out there. Now they've been dropped on the calendar based on the schedule codes that are associated with them. So they could be all over the place. First Tuesday, second Friday, that may not be ideal. So what RouteOp then does, it looks at the constraints for these customers, and I could feed those work orders into RouteOp, and it will come back with recommendations as far as, if you let me move this to a different day, I can get neighbors lined up uh, based on their, their similar services. So, so it's like the nun is checking on you in the second grade. Yeah. For the, for the Margaret Mary. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so let's look, look at the dynamic planner now. So um, I've generated my work orders, and I'm going to go to menu, and I'm going to go to service and scheduling, and I'm going to open up the dynamic route planner. And in order to save a little time here, we'll just do show history. So I ran one a while back here, and I want to go in there and basically look at that. So I'll just resume the planner. And this is great. We just introduced this a couple months ago. It's very visual. You have a map, you have a timeline view, so you can really kind of see what's going on with what it's making for recommendations. So the first thing we're going to see is going to come up. We're going to have the map with our color-coded work orders on there, and they're color-coded by technician, so I can really get a good feel for what's going on here. Yeah, I got in trouble with that, you know. I borrowed a truck from the business, and uh, I, got a, I got a call about uh, 20 minutes later. What are you doing 60 in a 30-mile-an-hour zone? And you're using a brake too much. I'm like, I don't think I would have ever got into this business if they had this kind. Because in my day, you did the work, and uh, you went to the beach or whatever you were doing, you know. But now, woo. Now there's so many things like that out there that your insurance company wants to see. So, you know what I mean? As an owner, I wish I had it. Now that you're an, an employee, a.k.a. the talent, you don't like it so much. Um, I don't borrow any more cars from the business, do I? <laughs> no, thank God. All right, so we got this beautiful screen right here. So what we're looking at is the route optimization. So in this case, I haven't made any permanent changes to any of these work orders yet. But I can see here that I loaded up a week's worth of work. So I have five days from the 21st to the 25th. 
Um, I got 54 routes that we're routing and basically dealing with 521 work orders. I have 32 orders that are unscheduled, so that means I have a work order out there that's kind of a fill-in, no date or time assigned to it, and I can drop those in to complete a guy's day. Um, if there's any violations out there, those are indicated to me. So these are cases where we're not meeting those workday requirements or those customer constraints. And so a violation is where you put in the day and the time and, and the hour. The date's wrong, the time windows are wrong, it's alerting me to that. Correct, okay. correct. And those are indicated here, so I'm seeing these red exclamation marks on both the map and the timeline view to indicate there's problems with these different work orders. Now if I click on one of these orders, so we'll go look at this one, uh, which is stop five on Monday. And at the top here, what we've opened up is I get that, company, that customer's information here, and I can see the violation, and in this case, it's a date violation. So we're trying to do this on the 21st, which the system's telling me really is the best time to do it because we're, we're relatively close. Uh, but this customer's current restrictions say that they need to be done between the 25th to the 25th, so they have a, a one-day date range. So this is a case where I may just want to call this customer, I may want to check with a technician who knows the customer very well and say, yeah, no, we can, we can skip that, it's okay to schedule me for the 21st. And you can see, looking here at the timelines, how efficient these are. So literally, it's calculating drive time between each stop, and if you look at this with the little time windows, that's indicating a lunch break. So we've actually put a lunch break in there for the technicians, so we're, we're trying to honor some of the labor laws and standards that are out there. Drive time, you have to enter what you think the drive time is gonna be, or is there an algorithm from previously? So we're actually looking at the street networks. We know the posted speed limits, so part of what RouteOp does, it actually knows from stop to stop to stop what that, that drive time is based on the current speed limits posted for that street. So being that we're from New York where it takes an hour and 15 minutes to go eight miles, are they taking, is it that advanced like the other GPSs out there? Um, when, when I say other GPSs, like a Waze, which is used by the masses where it tells you accidents, uh, cars, whatever. It does not do that currently. So we have a, a couple things that we're doing. First off, we are building that into the platform, so we will have that hopefully at some point next year. The other thing was we have the ability to modify those workday calendars on an employee-by-employee -employee basis where I can say, you know, if the posted speed limit's 65, but we really know realistically it's 45, I can slide that back and slow him down or her down. And it will take that into consideration so we get more realistic drive times. But currently it's using posted speed limits uh, on the street networks. I had a question. These colors next to these guys' names? Each individual technician, correct. So the, this color here, here, and here look to me to be the same, but they're two different guys. Is, it, is, it, uh, is the color different? I mean, one looks a little darker. Yep, they are different colors in this case, a light pastel yellow versus a darker yellow. You can change these uh, on an employee-by-employee -employee basis. So uh, if you don't have them set, the system just picks kind of sequential colors. But, okay. yep, definitely customize. There's also only a certain amount of colors in the rainbow. Like after, when you have 32 texts, there's going to be some redundancy in color. I, I want to know. <laughs> Test pack actually handles 16 million, so we're good. Who's pink? Because if I was a if I was a route guy, I wouldn't want to be pink. That's uh, John and Robert. Different okay. shades of pink. Hey, look at your shirt, bro. Look at my pants. What are you talking about? I am different. I'm kind of playing in a sandbox mode right now, so I haven't made any permanent changes. I can drag these around using the mouse, so if I want to do them in a different sequence, if I want to deal with some of these uh, issues that I have as far as violating some of these constraints, I can fix this. As I go through, I can take snapshots. So if I want to play with this, but I don't want to lose what I've done so far, I can take a snapshot, make some other adjustments, come back. If I don't like that, I can always revert back to an earlier snapshot. Once I've done my routing for the month of November, 
all I do is I hit that commit button and that will go out there and permanently set all these schedules for the month of November with the new dates, times, and technicians according to what we've done in RouteUp. So super powerful tool. What used to take us probably two weeks in the office with multiple people is literally probably a five to ten minute process now that we can do. That's amazing. See that? Yeah, it's, uh, I know, who would have thought of that when I was running things? You just, it's amazing. But who would have thought you could, you could survive without a phone that people could call you on when you had the beepers? <laughs> yeah, beepers. So then that's it. You hit commit and you're good to go. Once you commit, can you go, you could still go back, right? Planner again and create a new plan. Yep. So you're never totally, and one of the things we're working on as one of the next follow-up releases to this will be basically an undo button. So if I commit and I come back and there's a problem, we can go back and undo it. Awesome. We're seeing somewhere 25 or 30% increase in efficiency with folks running route up because they're getting additional um, stops done per day. So if you're a growing company and don't want to go make that commitment to add additional resources at this point, route up's a great alternative to getting more out of the current staff that you have. You get that family feel when you speak with them. You know, and they just could, they could do everything. He does everything. For me, except healthcare, but as far as insuring my property, my home, my cars, commercial, personal, he has everything that he can have. There's a relationship and a trust and a level of service that is bar none. Select Insurance is just the company that you want to be with. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and review. Send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.